podcast. I'm your host Coco, aka Cornelia Sluinski, and welcome to the Bougie Bestie community. I am doing a little solo today, and I'm already planning my 2024 resolutions. And one of the resolutions is that I'm gonna do more solos because I actually enjoy listening to solos from other podcasters, but I feel like it's a little bit awkward to just talk to myself, but I will push through for you. The main gist of this podcast is going to be that you need to surround yourself with people who want to see you win, to surround yourself with people that are uplifting, people that are motivating you to be a better person. And I know that's not always easy. And I know that sometimes we feel like Sometimes we feel like boxed in with our friend group, maybe because we know them for a long time, maybe because we just have so much, you know, so many things in common, so many friends in common history. But what I want you to ask yourself after you spend time with a certain someone, how does that make you feel? Like, how does that person make you feel? But first, I want to I want to share a trauma of mine that I think really created a lot of I want to share a little story, okay, and then we can see what it created. So in Croatia, you go to school when you are seven. It's like elementary school. And I started going to school and I like had friends for the first, not for the first time, but like I loved my class. I love my classmates. I actually very vividly remember that one, like when I started going to school because it was just like I felt so grown up and I had the best time. And then soon after I, you know, made some friends and I thought like it was my crew. It was in this city called Ogolin. That's where I was born. My parents told me that they we need to move because they work in the same company. So they I get I guess I don't remember who got transferred, my mom or my dad or both of them, I don't know. But we had to move to Zagreb, which is the capital of Croatia. And I was like, um, excuse me, I just started school here. I just made friends. And you're telling me that we need to move and I need to make new friends again. And you know, when you're just starting to go to school, everybody's so clicky and everybody is like, okay, you have to find your best friend. And that's pretty much going to be your best friend throughout your entire elementary school. So first off, I was devastated that I had to move to a new city. And I, whenever I go back home, I find like my old journals and diaries. And I was actually writing in my diary that I hate my life when I was moving that I miss it that I was I was it was it's so funny it was it was um, a very stressful time for me apparently but anyway I moved to Zagreb which is where I pretty much grew up that's the capital and as soon as I started going to school I felt like I don't belong because everybody had their best friend already I was like sitting You know how like you have a friend and then you guys are sitting together in the classroom. You guys go to breakfast together. You go to lunch together. You just like have that one girl that or at least that's how how it was when I was growing up. Like you have a bestie and you do everything together. And I was like, I don't have a bestie and everybody's already like busy. So I didn't. It was so hard for me to get adjusted not adjusted I don't know like my grammar's all over the place but I it was just such a hard time for me to like start going to school when I was eight years old and like find a friend um what the fuck I'm literally like having teary eyes right now and 
I'm not PMSing even. And um, and then there was this one girl that I thought she was so cool. Like she was super pretty. She was pretty popular. She had a lot of money. And my parents, we were just a regular, normal family. I mean, I had everything I wanted, but it's not like we went on luxury vacations. Like we went to regular vacations and we were, you know, we were not like eating out in restaurants every day. We were like cooking at home. Even when we went to vacation, like we would buy groceries and cook at home. And I knew that this girl was like, she was like super rich and not super rich, but like she was richer than anybody else in the class. And she was always bragging and she was always like showing off and she always made me feel so bad about myself but I wanted her to like me so bad I wanted her validation it was like now looking back when I can understand all of these um when I can understand when I can understand certain things that girl gave me so much trauma so much like self-doubt not knowing my worth like and so funny how this how I came to this revelation I didn't always recognize that like this happened but I recorded a podcast with this girl Nadia and this episode is going to drop probably the following week or the week after and she is a manifestation coach and we were just talking about like our traumas our blockages and she was asking me certain questions and I just like saw this girl's face as she was asking me those questions okay but let me get back to the story so this girl she was miss popular i was really trying to get her to like me god knows why i mean i know why because she was cool and like i wanted to be like her and she started giving me a little bit of attention and then after a while we became like best friends quote unquote like i'm quoting this like intensively in the air Whew. Wow, I can't breathe. Then her and I became best friends. And I was like, wow, amazing. And then I remember how there were days when I would just come to school and she would just not talk to me. And I was so confused. And that's when I, I think that she was, I don't know, was she manipulating? Was she love bombing me? What was she doing? I don't fucking know what she was doing. But I remember that I was like going over to her place. She would come over to my place. We would like wear matching outfits and we were hanging out pretty often and then what was happening why the trauma was created think about this like I was hanging out at her place and the day after I come to school and she would just not even say hi to me she would sit with somebody else she would I just felt like what the fuck happened and she was doing this all the time like I can't even understand how can somebody be so little like we were like what 10 9 I don't know so I started going to school there when I was 8 so we were like what 9 10 11 years old like how can you be so evil how can you be so manipulative how can you be so like cruel I don't know what this girl was doing to me honestly I think just recently I realized that she (laughs) created so much trauma in my life but yeah um she just made me feel like I'm not good enough and that I need to fight for her love in a weird way I don't know I know that friendship really fucked me up and then luckily I made some new friends later on but I will never ever forget that and I 
so funny i remember we we had like there was this brand called benetton at that time i mean i don't know maybe it still exists but we had these like matching leggings they were all like colorful and i know whenever i was wearing them i felt so much closer to her i don't know it was just such a weird time in my life it was very traumatizing okay well moving on to um high school wasn't really traumatizing (laughs) it was pretty normal i was like popular i would say i was dating like a popular guy i don't know i was like cool so that was fine then when i went to college i started noticing how i don't have that many things in common with the people around me and i didn't know what it was but i just remember sitting so in croatia there's this culture of drinking coffee meaning you meet up with your friends go to a cafe and you order coffee and you just sit for hours and you just talk and you chat and whatever and i remember seeing myself sitting with those people that i was going to college with and i was so bored multiple like i i I just remember feeling so bored feeling like oh my god is this everything they can talk about and it was mostly about other people or i don't know i just remember growing up i just felt like i don't belong in croatia maybe it was the friend group that i had when i turned 16 i started working like a maniac because i wanted to make my own this is so non-friendship related but actually it is because i wanted to make my own money and i wanted to be surrounded by people who also want to make their own money because I don't know i just wanted to have the freedom or the power to do whatever the fuck i want to do i don't want to tell my mom like oh i need a you know what was it like 20 kunas i don't want to tell anybody what i'm doing with my like i don't know it was just like a thing so after i started working and after i started making money and i was like surrounded by people who were you know career driven or whatever i started feeling like okay these are my people so after a while i got a job as a hostess at this um like fancy nightclub slash day club in hvar in croatia and then after a while i was promoted to be a manager and that's where i was meeting people from all over the world and mostly people that were like really successful and they were going there on vacation and hvar is a really expensive city for those who live in croatia i mean all the touristy spots in croatia are like super expensive they're affordable for americans and for people that are foreigners but people who are from croatia were not really able to afford going to those locations so i felt so lucky that i'm able to be there and make money at the same time i also learned a lot of life lessons while working there One of the life lessons that I'm going to share right now, even though I was not planning to share anything about this job, but okay. So I said I was managing this nightclub and I had like four hostesses that I was kind of managing. So I was taking on all the reservations and I was like dealing with these VIP clients. And then I had girls that were supposed to, you know, bring them to their tables, make sure everything is, you know, just check in on them throughout the night. And I was trying to build this sisterhood sense of community whatever anybody would fuck up it would be on me i was still their boss but i was just trying to be like 
I was trying to be overly nice because I wanted them to like me, which probably is connected to my trauma. Where I'm going with this is that I was somebody's superior and I was treating them all equal to me and they took advantage of it. So like they shouldn't. So let's just for example, like if you are somebody's boss, we were all staying in the same house. Like we would see each other brushing our teeth in the morning. I don't know. It was just, it was not a healthy dynamic. And I think that job really taught me a lot about people that, that job just taught me a lot about people and their ability to stab you in the back when they're smiling in your face. And I never ever thought that that's possible. And even in some people who did certain things to me, when I see them commenting on my posts saying they're proud of me, I'm like, you better just like back off. And, you know, it's funny how like sometimes people are willing to stab you in the back. And <laughs> then when you they think you're successful or something, they're like, congrats, I'm so proud of you. I guess I had to get that out of my chest. So that job had a lot of bad things, but it had a lot of amazing things. And the amazing things were that I was meeting people from all over the world. And they kind of showed me that everything I want from life is possible. And when I was talking to them and they're telling me their cool jobs and their cool life. And I was, I don't know, 19 at that time. It just everything sounded so cool and like they were all there with their big boats and they were just I don't know I I think that's the first time when I started seeing um, successful people and what money can do to be very honest I am not ashamed to say that I want to be really really rich in my life and I'm working so hard to get there because I want to be able to afford everything I want and I want my family to have everything they want so they don't have to I mean and whenever I tell this to my parents they're like we're good like we're happy we you don't have to do anything for us but I I don't know that's my biggest motivation is to just you know if I want my mom to come here that I can just buy her a first class ticket tomorrow and that like she doesn't have to worry about being at work or she's almost gonna be retired but I just want to be able to have that freedom <laughs> okay where is this episode going I don't know okay I know where this was going so what I was saying when I was meeting those people when I was meeting people when I was working in Hawar who have a lot of money and they were like super successful I started changing mentally and then I remember going back to my let's say old friends in my college I was just like you guys are talking about boring things I don't want to be in this circle I just remember thinking there's more to life than talking about shoes and bags and gossiping and talking about other people and I used to love gossiping seriously I remember we were just like I think that's like also when you're growing up you're like just talk shit about people but the older I get, if I have somebody that is gossiping, if somebody's like, it's different to just, we all need to vent sometimes. Don't get me wrong. I have nothing against the venting. Like if you, you know, you get into a fight with somebody, whatever, like you need to vent. But just gossiping and that negative, toxic, gross energy, I don't want that anywhere around me. So as soon as I see people gossiping, 
I just cut that shit out because I don't have time for that. I would rather talk about ideas than other people. So when I find people that want to talk about ideas and they want to talk about growth and they want to talk about something that's actually going to help us in our lives, I love that. And also, I don't need everybody around me to be a CEO or an entrepreneur or a, a business owner or a content creator. I just want to see growth in any aspect of your life that you want. So like if I have a friend that's a stay-at-home mom, I want to see growth in her being a mom. What did you learn? How are you taking care of your kids differently? What did you do with your house? The recipes she's making. Like I just want to see that you are not the same person you were a year ago. I also have to get this off my chest. <laughs> there is one girl. We were super close friends throughout high school, college, even in my adult years. And I really loved her as a friend. And she didn't do anything wrong to me directly. I mean, she did, actually. She was sharing some things that I told her in confidence, which I didn't find out, obviously not through her, through other people that she shared. But I stopped hanging out with her because I just didn't see any growth. Felt that her being stagnant is somehow making me be stagnant I don't know because when I would meet up with her she didn't have any ideas like she was just talking about oh I went to dinner here then I'm planning a trip here then I'm going here and then I'm gonna post it on Instagram her and I never had a conversation about our friendship and why it kind of like drifted apart um, and I'm kind of sad about that but she never even wanted to hear it because I told her a few times that I just like don't feel aligned but I don't know I don't think she got the memo she was trying to reach out but I always felt like it was for the wrong reasons and when somebody doesn't check in on you throughout you know the year or if they see some good things happening to you they don't reach out but then when they see something bad is happening to you they want to know what's going on and that's the feeling I had with her so that friendship is unfortunately no longer active I think a lot of people stay in these friendships because they have this history, they they know each other for so long, but you what I want you to ask yourself, if you're listening to this right now and you have somebody's image in your mind, I want you to ask yourself, if I meet them today, would I be friends with them? Or just the memories and the history is kind of holding us together. I think that's a big, that's a huge answer. And when I asked myself that question with that girl that I mentioned was really stagnant, I know I would not be friends with her because now I have this like spidey sense of people that are not, I mean, I don't know if I have the spidey sense because I just got burned last year by somebody, <laughs> not last year, actually a few months ago by somebody that I thought was a close friend. I feel like this is like my little um, confession um, episode. But I think that I really have been struggling with friendships. Not struggling. I think I've had... I hold myself and my friends to a very high standard. And if I don't see that from them, if I see that my commitment to that friendship is not being reciprocated... I don't like that. I don't want to be friends with people when it's convenient for them. But my biggest indicator is how you feel after you spend time with them. You always have that gut feeling. Is it amazing, uplifting, 
or it's a little bit icky. You don't have to pinpoint what exactly happened. Maybe the brunch, lunch, dinner went amazing, but something doesn't feel right. And as I'm maturing in life, I'm starting to listen to that spidey sense. And I don't even have to have a reason why. But if I see that somebody is making me doubt my worth, like my childhood bully was making me doubt my worth every single day, I <laughs> I don't want you in my life. I don't need to feel like that because like I don't I don't want to feel like that with my friends. You can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. So why would you spend time with somebody who's not making you be a better person, who's not uplifting you, who's bringing you down, who is making you feel like you're not good enough, who is just like not a good person to you. Maybe they're battling with their own insecurities and they're projecting it on you, but it's not your job to fix everybody around you. There is actually one girl, <laughs> again, my little confession, there's actually one girl that was a great friend to me, but every time I would hang out with her, when I would go home, I would be like, I don't know, I just don't feel good about myself. I feel like if I share, let's say, a work success, if I say I just signed with my dream client, she would be like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you, congratulations. And then she would be like, oh, did you see that girl signed? different client and she's making like a million dollars on this deal she would always kind of make me feel like okay great you're doing great sweetie but that girl is doing better than you and that girl's doing better than you and I was like okay but can I celebrate my success it almost felt like a backhanded compliment you know when somebody is like oh you look great did you lose weight you're not as fat as you used to be that's how it felt I don't know if that was her intention but it happened multiple times I do want to say that because I moved around a lot and I changed cities and I mean that's what it means move around a lot <laughs> I do miss having like a really stable group of friends and to have somebody that I can you know just run errands with I used to love that there was this girl in my high school that I like we would do everything together like we would chat on um the computer then we would go to the bathroom then we would be like okay let me call you so we can like go to the bathroom together it's kind of weird but like that's what we used to do and I do understand that as we get older people have responsibilities they have jobs they have errands to run but maybe you can't do it at the same time but I do miss having that like ride or die girl group but then when I was in a few girl groups I was just I don't know I just think I was made to be independent I, I don't know because every time I would be in a girl group that actually happened when I moved to Miami I was in a group with like four or five girls and I just thought I was so annoyed at so many things I like one-on-one -on -one quality time much more than having like I don't know I used to always dream of having a group of like four girlfriends and we're like best friends forever and we're gonna be there for each other till the rest of our lives I don't have that right now I always wished that I have this like ride or die girl group and we are like best friends forever and we do things together and but whenever I get into a group like that I don't like all of them equally and I would like to like everybody equally and when one of them separates then we like gossip about her I don't like that that's why I cut those girls out too I'm a big and some people say this is harsh but I'm a big um, cutter <laughs> like I got people out of my life pretty 
easily and i think that's because i have been living in the u.s for so long and i was always on my own and if i feel like somebody is not there and they have my best interest in heart i don't want you around because i left the comfort of my home to be here and build a new life so i don't want to build my life with people that are just going to be poking holes if you know what i mean and I, and i know a big question today is like finding adult friends can you actually make friends as an adult is it ever going to be so honest and is it going to be so real finding friends as an adult is possible but we just have different lives nowadays like when we were growing up we were all going to the same school we had the same hobbies at least in Croatia you had like two bars you can go to and like everybody was there so you felt like you're living life together and now when you're a grown-up you can do your own thing like you can go to your own workout classes you can you know you work somewhere your friends work somewhere else maybe it's a different part of town so you feel like sometimes you may be drifting apart but it's just life and I think also when I mentioned drifting apart it's very sad but it's natural to start drifting apart with people that you were once really close with especially if it's a different stage of your life so I am currently in a relationship I have a dog and I'm chasing my career and then I have a few friends who are married they have kids and they're living a more calm family life we can definitely be friends and we can touch base and we can check in and I do that but We don't have the same life right now. So it's very hard to identify with what each other are going through. So if I tell my friend who has, let's say, two kids, if I say, oh, my God, my video is not doing well, like, I don't know what to do. Like, this is a really important video. And, and if she tells me like, oh, I'm losing my mind because my kid just, I don't know, did something to his brother, you know, we can't really understand what we are going through because we're just not experiencing that at the moment i don't know if this make any sense but when people do ask me on my what will coco do or my emails or my dms or anything like is it possible to find friends as a grown-up i think the answer is absolutely yes it's just a different type of friendship it might not be as intense as you would want it to be when you were like in school or growing up or whatever but why i claim that with 100% certainty is because of my bougie best trip for those who don't know bougie best trip was a trip i hosted with my followers and we went to mallorca and ibiza nobody knew each other everybody came to the trip solo the girls were from different parts of the world they were from different stages of their lives they're all doing different things but this group of women i've never seen something like this that everybody bonded so instantly i think it was because there was no walls like we knew that we we're there for a week and we might as well just lay all the cards on the table and be exactly who we were who we are because the, i remember the first breakfast we were talking about freezing our eggs our goals our dreams uh utis bacterial infections in our vaginas like we were talking about things that i sometimes don't even talk about with my close friends it was almost like a retreat but it wasn't really a retreat it was more like a bougie bestie trip i'm so blown away by the group of these women and I remember my manager came with me and we were before the trip we had all these like meetings about you know what if this happens what if somebody is a little bit you know 
what if we are we gonna have to babysit them are they gonna know what to do is there gonna be drama between the girls I can't even express how grateful I am the trip really exceeded all of my expectations when I saw that group of women together I was so proud of the community I've built and the content I'm posting and that those type of women are the representation of what a bougie bestie is. What I loved about this group, nobody was ever excluding anyone. If somebody was like sitting in the corner, one of us would come and grab her. And that's what I love. I just want to feel women supporting each other, being there for each other. No jealousy, no comparison, no like evil eye. Just like, can you just be open and honest and just you know if somebody if you don't mesh well with somebody that's fine that's okay but don't like be nasty don't like be annoying just I don't know I just want more authenticity the whole gist of the trip was that these women have high standards and they want the very best from life and they're not afraid to ask for more and they're not afraid to go after it all of them coming to this trip not knowing anyone flying from all over the world to spend five days with me maybe they thought i'm gonna be a weirdo you never know like it takes so much courage to do what they did and i'm so immensely impressed and grateful that they came on this trip and it just opened my eyes in all I don't know in so many different levels and after the trip I asked the girls if they're willing to send like a little video or a voice note review of how the trip went and what they liked about it or whatever so we got a few ladies that volunteered so here are their reviews hi my name is Stephanie Sullivan I'm 34 years old and I'm from Palm Beach Florida I connected with Coco on Instagram about a year and a half ago and instantly related to her content about realizing your self-worth and having high standards. Her weekly What Would Coco Do encouraged me that it's okay to have relationship standards and non-negotiables, not just with romantic relationships, but with every relationship in my life, personal or professional. I especially loved her now OG content of, I don't accept a walk or coffee date as a first date because I'm not a dog and my espresso maker works just fine. It was just so relatable. It was encouraging to learn that there was another smart, professional, ambitious woman my age actively creating a platform to host a community of like-minded women who desire the best out of life, aren't afraid to work for it, ask for it in return, and support each other through each other's successes. I've been in predominantly women-driven beauty and fashion industries my entire professional career, and it's rare to find women who support other women. I mean, look at the housewives. Yes, I'm a big Bravo fan. <laughs> All they do is yell at each other and tear each other down. When I first learned Coco was hosting the first ever bougie best trip, I was excited she felt she had the community to bring so many like-minded women together. But I didn't press the book button right away. I was nervous, just as I soon learned the rest of the group was, about all the negative what-ifs. But I imagined if everyone who followed Coco truly believed in her content, then they must have the same values as me. So, very out of character, I booked the trip, traveled halfway across the world to meet a group of complete strangers. Throughout the week together, the bonds I created with each and every woman on the trip is hard and honestly even impossible to explain. But I can truly say that I will be friends with this group for a lifetime, and for that, 
I owe you a big thank you, Coco, and I can't wait for the next one. Hi, I'm Katrina. I'm 35 years old. I'm originally from Germany, but I live in Paris, France. So I decided to come on a trip because I was looking for inspiration and I just really wanted to find women that had the same goals and that are just like inspiring to me. And I can honestly say this trip has exceeded all of my expectations. It was just such good energy, such good vibes. There was no drama. It was just like, I don't know, like a little bubble where everyone could be themselves and I'm just really, really happy and grateful that I could be a part of this. Hi, my name is Ruby. I'm 41 years old from Toronto, Canada. I didn't really have any expectations going into this trip. I didn't know what to expect. I just went into it with an open heart and open mindset, knowing I was going to meet women from different backgrounds from all across the world. So that was exciting. I've never been to Ibiza before, so I was excited to explore the island and hopefully make healthy, good connections with the girls. What I liked most about the trip was that there was enough um, organized activities for the entire group, but there was also enough time for us to explore and do things on our own. To summarize this episode, I know I was kind of jumping from all over the place. I was first sharing my trauma and how that kind of defined me into the person I am today and how picky I am when it comes to choosing people around me because you are who your friends are. You are the average of five people you spend the most of your time with. So choose those people wisely. And if you are currently going through a situation or you feel like nobody around you understands you, it is okay. And this is called growth. You're in the growth phase. Like you are kind of getting rid of your old life and you're rising into being the new version of yourself. You're becoming a new you. And if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling a little bit confused, I understand you 100% because I've been there. You know, it's funny what I just realized that I was saying how I was always trying to find like a group of four or five girls that I can have like my little girl gang and I don't have them. But that is not true because these girls that I went on a trip with I can 100% have pick five of them and we can all hang out. And I would like every single one of them because they have an open heart. We all just wanted the best for each other. I don't know. It was kind of, it's hard. It's a very, very, very hard to explain the connection we all had. It's hard to explain how we all feel about each other. You know, it's just one of those things like you should have been there <laughs> to feel it. And I will definitely host more trips because I want to build this community of strong women that are helping each other grow. I just, I'm such a growth junkie. I can't even, I just want to be the best version of myself, the healthiest, the most sexy, the most confident. I just want to be superhuman pretty much. And I want everybody around me to be the same way. So... I, again, I know this episode was all over the place, but I think it probably, um, you got to know me a little bit better. And um, yeah, I think to conclude, what I want from people around me is just open communication, vulnerability, loyalty, loyalty, <laughs> vulnerability, loyalty, authenticity, and 
just actually cheering for each other and wanting to see each other win because surrounding yourself with people that want to see you win is the biggest blessing of all i'm constantly listening to podcasts of successful entrepreneurs and how they build their businesses because i'm building something but you're gonna see it very soon they always say that if you when you find that a team the team that's gonna help you build that's priceless but it's so hard to hire honestly ask any business owner find people who understand you who understand your vision and it's the same in friendship okay ladies and probably no gentlemen thank you for being here with me i definitely feel like i was reading my diary out loud if you enjoy my podcast i would kindly request a five-star rating and a review because it helps the show grow it motivates me to do this having a podcast is so time consuming and difficult and it's it, it really is difficult but i love it and i will not stop and i think often when people ask me like who am i creating content for i think i'm creating content for a version of me five years ago who needed this type of content because i did not have that when i was going through my shit so that's why i'm making this and i hope it's helping you and i'm sending you hugs and kisses and one more thing don't forget to keep your standards high in friendships, career, relationships, everything.